Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. If you are in a relationship right now, you're going to want to hear this. This is Petty Claims Court. We've got a couple on the phone right now. They've been feuding over something. Both of the people think they're right. They will battle it out. We will decide with you, a jury of their peers, who's right, who's wrong. And any good relationship is all about proving who's right and who's wrong. Scorekeeping is key to having a successful relationship. It's communication, it's compromise, and it's couples therapy, honestly. I've been to enough couples therapy to know that it's all about saying, I'm right, and here are the reasons why I'm right (laughs) and you're wrong. It's about calling the therapist afterwards and being like, next time, can you make me look a little better? I'll Venmo you 30 bucks after the session (laughs) if you just say I'm right. Uh, Ali, if you were to take your wife to petty claims court at this exact moment, what would be the issue that you would bring her to I know exactly. When she is done eating, she will, even if I have cooked dinner, I've done everything, she will put the dish in the sink and walk away. Not even a rinse. Just leaves it there. Just leaves it there to crust. And Uh I'm like, you know what? If you're going to leave it in there, fine, if you don't want to do it right now, but soak it. For the love of God, soak it! Uh, Omar, what is the one thing that you would bring your wife to petty claims court for if if you were on trial, if you were to bring her to trial? Uh, she refuses to do windows for some weird reason. Do windows. Take <laughs> windows? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll clean the entire house. And I was like, you know, if you could just, you know, do the windows. And she's just like, eh, <laughs> doesn't do the windows. <laughs> oh, so, so you give her, like, well, you'll do everything and you give her one chore and she won't do yeah. it? Yeah. If you did yeah. the windows and gave her something else, like, because the windows seems like a, uh, seems like a, a big job. Like, couldn't you a say? Windows job? is not a big job. What the hell? You spray uh, a little window. I have a special squeegee too. I feel like, yeah. I feel like almost. Oh, you got, have one of those cool high tech squeegees. Almost got a yep. mansion. I yep. feel like yep. it's a lot of windows. It's probably. not a mansion. She's got to get like of one of those like dangly things yeah. where she's like <laughs> rappelling against the side. <laughs> All of the th- if I if I were to take my wife to petty claims court, I think it would be about the fact that whenever I have any leftover in the fridge that I'm excited about eating, I think about it all day i go home and it's oftentimes gone and i go where the hell is that and she goes oh it was old i threw it out and i'm like old it was from like <gasps> yesterday she doesn't even eat it no it goes like right she's like oh and I, I, she's like, well, I thought you got that over the weekend and i'm like no i just got it oh and she goes, my god that would be infuriating i, I put it in the trash and i was like how long Dude, has it been even in the if trash? you have it you get it on the weekend it's good for a week that's how i feel about it and i get so frustrated and she's like well if you want to eat it there it is in the trash and i'm like why <laughs> Well, we got a couple on the phone right now. They got their own issue, so let's deal with it together. In the legal system, cases are tried from Supreme Courts to small claims court. But what about stuff that's too small for small claims court? This is Petty Claims Court. Uh, Let's meet Marisol. Good morning, Marisol. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys Do, doing? Doing okay. Thank you for joining us. You're bringing your—is this your boyfriend or your husband? Who's coming to Petty Claims Court with you today? 
My fiance, Gabriel. Oh, you guys are engaged. Ooh, that's when things get real fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when you're starting to question everything. That's right. That's when the fun little arguments that you had when you were dating become like real, I don't think I like this person yeah, anymore. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, we're getting married. And then you start thinking in the back of your head, are we? Should hey, we? Uh, Gabriel, welcome <laughs> to Petty Claims Court. Hello, I thought this was a joke, but I guess it's for real. It is. You mean the show or your relationship? Right yeah, uh. this is real right now. And I, I don't know. Do you know the reason that um, your fiance is bringing you here? Or do you, are you going to hear this for the first time? Well, she said something about my shoes, but I thought she was playing around. I was like, yeah, there's about 3.8 million people in Los Angeles. They're going to really call you. Klein and Ali are really busy. That's right. We are busy, but we always have time to save a relationship or help one break up. Uh, what is the issue with your husband, or excuse me, your fiance and his shoes, Marisol? So we've been living together for about seven years, and he leaves his shoes in every single room just lying around. You go into the kitchen table. The shoes are under the chairs. He's nowhere to be found. He'll have three or four pairs of shoes in the restroom, maybe four or five pairs of shoes in the bedroom. And some pairs, like two or three pairs of shoes in our child's playroom. And I'm like, you need to pick up your shoes. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I will. But he never does. And before I leave to work or go somewhere, you know, I'm always picking up his shoes and throwing them in his closet. And this is after I got him those very pretty little... um, Cubes. You got yeah, little oh, shoe the cubes. Wow, the shoe nice. cubes. Gave them little shoe cubes. Yeah, you thought that was going to solve the problem. Everyone thinks they get the uh, part of the shoe cubes, the problem goes away, but that does not solve the problem. No, and once it unravels, it unravels fast. That's interesting. I, I do hate feel. Why do you hate the cubes? Plastic doors. Why would anybody think that it's a right choice to get cubes with doors? It makes it harder for me to get my shoes. I have to struggle. Sometimes I hit my hands. I already wow. broke all the doors. Are you a special all kind right. of person? No, he's, he's, you uh, broke all the doors? Listen, I, I, he's yeah, right. You don't know how, how that works? Hey, Omar, he makes a good point about the shoe cubes. Uh, sometimes they're yeah. they are annoying. Well, they, sometimes they're like brackets over the door, and it does make it harder to close the door. Yep. I think for a guy... We have our things a certain way because we know where to find our stuff. Women sometimes, you know, they want to help, but at the same time, they're not very helpful. It's irritating, but we're like, I love you, I love you, you know? Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. that was a good button at the end. All right. Uh, uh, but I love you. Gabriel, um, I think the most alarming thing that Marisol said is that there are four or five pairs of shoes in the bathroom. Now, why are they in the bathroom? Are you sitting on the toilet and then taking your shoes off in the process? Well, the thing is, um, certain shoes don't get past the restroom or, or anywhere like close to the entrance because, you know, I go hiking or I go to the gym or I go to work. Certain shoes will not make it past the restroom. And I don't want to take them further in because you never know. Hey, probably I stepped on dog doo-doo mm-hmm. or as right. I call her the rac- or I call the raccoons her, her homegirls because they're always <laughs> hanging around by the trash can. But then again, she can't put the Amazon boxes over there. Calm down. Uh, objection. You cannot start bringing up uh, Amazon boxes. That's inadmissible. Boxes. That's, a, that's a totally different issue, and I think it's worthy of uh, fighting in a future petty claims court. But we're talking just about your shoes now. You leave pairs in all the rooms. She finds them every day. How quickly after you put all his shoes away, Marisol, do you find them back scattered around the house again? Maybe an hour. Oh, my Whoa. God. Are, are, you doing <laughs> this in, are, you, are you doing this intentionally to mess with your fiancé? Because if you are, it's funny. Uh, well, sometimes 
she does tell me, but I mean, I, I don't mean to do it intentionally, but if, if she tells me um, many times, then I'll be like, you know what? You could pick them up. You've been doing a good job so far. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Okay. That's a compliment. Um, okay. So Marisol also, uh, uh, and this is an issue in my house, and Katie will do a very specific thing. I want to know if Gabriel does it. When sh- when he leaves his shoes around, are they like off to the side in a neat way, or are they in a direct walking path? Because Katie will put them in a direct walking path, like at the top of the stairs, and it can be a hazard. They're in a direct walking path. Right. Like, for example. In the restroom, if you go into the restroom, you're going to hit his shoes, size 11 shoes, and there's like about, you know, three or four pairs in there. So if you're going to brush your teeth or you're going to do something, or if you get up in the middle of the night to go to the restroom, you're going to trip if you're not wearing their shoes. So it's also a safety hazard. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we've heard a lot. We're going to have to get the closing arguments in a moment. We will accept the first 100 uh, votes on the text line, 800-520-1067, as you will become a jury of their peers and decide, in this case, who's right, who's wrong. Anything to defend yourself. You have a closing argument of 10 seconds, uh, Gabriel. How would you like to use it? A shoe in each room means I love you, and it's going to remind me about you. You know, it's going to remind you about me. I've <laughs> never heard that before. A shoe in each room That's means beautiful. I love you? He turned it into a romantic <laughs> thing. Is that going to go in your vows? <laughs> yeah, I think a shoe over a paralyzed <laughs> means someone was murdered, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Marisol, uh, you have 10 seconds of closing arguments before a jury of your peers will determine who's right and who's wrong. Uh, what do you say? It's a, it's a safety hazard, and they're all over the place, and... We, we need more space for other things other than his shoes. I mm. uh, just quickly want to point out, and there's a lot of thoughts here on the text, and a lot of people dealing with this in their own relationships. 714 said it so beautifully. I do the same thing because I enjoy watching my wife bend down to pick up the shoes. Mm-hmm. It's my way of appreciating her sweet ass. <laughs> is that possible that this is part of it, Gabriel? Well, I mean, sometimes I'm not there. She'll text me. So, I mean, I got to I gotta take a look at that now from now on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we got a nanny cam. All right. Uh, 100 votes. We got a Lincoln Park song. We'll come back. A ruling in this edition of Petty Claims Court. Who will it be? Marisol says her fiance leaves shoes all over the place. She can't stand it. It's a real Petty Claims Court battle. Your votes and a decision next on K-Rock. In the legal system, cases are tried from Supreme Courts to small claims court. But what about stuff that's too small for small claims court? This is Petty Claims Court. We're wrapping up a very heated Petty Claims Court battle this morning on K-Rock. We met a a woman by the name of Gabriel, excuse me, a woman by the name of Marisol, her uh, fiance Gabriel. He's leaving his shoes everywhere. Every single room, there's shoes. She puts them away. She bought him shoe cubbies. He hates the shoe cubbies. Hurt himself on the shoe cubbies. Broke all the doors. Broke all the doors off the shoe cubbies. Uh, and he refuses to put his shoes where they go. He claims a shoe in every room means I love you. Which was a great argument. Didn't see that coming. Uh, people are heated all over the text line and on the phones right now. Before we officially announce the verdict in this edition of Petty Claims Court, let's find out... Uh, John, uh, what do you think, bud? John. Oh, the, uh, I'm going to go ahead and vote Gabriel. Uh, it sounds like he's a good guy. He works hard, and he has different pairs of shoes. So, you know, just start leaving more out there, man. All right, so that's uh, one vote. Didn't really give a good reason, but he's got, got to putting his vote in towards uh, John. Uh, Michael? Yeah, I'm with Marisol. I think Gabriel's got to take his shoes off at the entrance of the house like a normal person. 
Yeah, uh, but then but then you have a different issue because then you have the giant pile of a thousand shoes by the door, which a lot of people have in their what, yeah, in their house. It's just one giant collection of like a shoe lost and found by the front door. Yeah, but seven one four made a point. You know, Gabriel is being considerate by not bringing shoes with dog crap in all the way into the house. He leaves them at the bathroom area, so they're by the front door slash bathroom, and their house is probably cleaner for it. All right. Gabriel and Marisol, you ready for the official ruling in your petty claims court case? Yes. Of course, I won. Okay, and you will accept the ruling as final and play by whatever we decide is the official uh, verdict, whatever? Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. Here are uh, some of the votes on the text line. 714, I side with Gabriel simply because I hate shoe cubes. They just trap in the stink, and I don't think they're effective. 951, I vote Marisol because Gabriel shouldn't own that many shoes. Real men only have three. That's, that that's true. Unless you're like a sneakerhead, I feel like you got your uh, your sneaker, your one pair of sneakers, your one pair of funeral slash wedding shoes, and then a pair of flip flops. Six two six said this guy needs to act his age and not his shoe size. Well, burn. Pick up after there yourself. You eight one eight Marisol, I vote for you. Gabriel needs to put his damn shoes away, and she should start hiding one shoe of each pair to teach him a lesson. It wouldn't hurt. Um, but overwhelmingly, and I'm sorry to say this, Gabriel, but the text line has voted for Marisol in this case wow. of Petty Claims Court. <laughs> All right. Wow. Here is the ruling. It's official, by the yep. way. You cannot change it now. Uh, your fiancé brought you to Petty Claims Court. You were the defendant. You lost the case. You made some good arguments. Uh, and here is what we have decided. You will get a box of those disposable foot booties like that they make you wear when you go to tour a house that you want to buy or you're on a construction site, you know, those little foot booties. Mm -hmm. And when you enter the house, you will put on the foot booties. Do you what understand? Is that, why does that solve the because problem? Because it's going to be another thing to leave more things he yeah, can leave around. Be, now there's going to be the issue with the foot booties. Yes, <laughs> but they'll be easier for her to pick up, Allie, because she'll be uh, your foot booties are there. Oh my god! There you have it. <laughs> That's gonna solve nothing. This I, marriage is doomed. No, it doesn't. Yeah, either that or we go with the plan B, which came through as a suggestion from two one three that says you guys should call off your wedding right now. It's not going to end well. Now, I don't believe that person knows anything. I thought you were going to suggest those little uh, sandals. The more sandal you argue, the more you love each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. Well, He's full of wonderful anecdotes, yeah. isn't he, Gabriel? Yeah, that's a good uh, advice, Allie. You get a pair of those like nice hotel slippers you steal from a hotel or something. And you yeah, just wear either those. that or those like flat little sandals that they give you at the <laughs> at the foot spa. Oh place. yeah, those paper ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you guys feel like your relationship is stronger after uh, battling petty claims court? Yeah. yeah, of course. All right, we did All our right. job here. Unanimous. Another success story on the world famous K Rock. Who is the most famous person, interesting person that attended your high school? Did you go with them at the same time? Uh, we'll go to the phones first. Yesterday I got a call um, from my school that said they're putting an alumni uh, hall of fame together. And I was like, I'm honored that you even thought to call me. And they said, Do you have the number of a Whitney Cummings? Because we're trying to reach her. And they didn't want to talk to me at all. But I did. <laughs> Did give them her email, so we'll see if that works. I love that they asked you for her email. That's great. How well, do they even know that you would have her contact info? Mm, that's a good... I think in the past we've discussed this the high school before. Oh, I see. And, uh, and you know. I think that the teams behind like sleuthing mm. at high schools are very good. Also, I like live they'll in a... find people yeah, that yeah. I can't like right. I'll switch addresses, I'll move. They know they things can find that you. it's yeah. kind of crazy. It's like them and jury duty. They'll track you down eventually. Yeah. Uh 
Ali uh, was bragging about the fact that the guy that was on the Nuggets that just won the national champion or just won, you know, the NBA championship uh, went to her high school. So she feels like she is, even though they didn't go at the same time, even though they didn't know each other, even though they weren't friends, they didn't communicate, felt like she kind of had a piece of winning the NBA championship because she went to high school with this guy. It was a crazy thing. Yeah, but I he mean, wasn't even an instrumental part of the team, to be honest. He w- yeah, he was. Mm. I mean, I didn't watch any of the games, but I think I think his name was coming up a lot. There were some viral videos with him celebrating with people in the streets. Who uh, who did you go to high school with? You're on K Rock. Mila Kunis. Oh my God, lucky you. Was that uh, like same time, same class? Yeah, uh, I was a freshman. This is 2001. She's was a senior at the time and I had a elective class where it was multiple multiple different students from different grades, you know, your juniors, your seniors all at the same time. And when I first noticed her, my reaction was, Oh, that person looks like Jackie from that seventies show. Turns out that was Jackie from that seventies show. Blew my mind. Wait, she was in high school during that show? I didn't realize she was that young. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, she has this, turns out she has this whole story that she actually lied about her age to get casted on that 70s show. Oh, wow. But during that time, she played a high school student while attending high school at Fairfax. Wow. Hey, Kevin on K-Rock, what's up? So, Leonardo DiCaprio went to our high school for, I think, a year and a half, and they bullied him for being an actor, and he ended up leaving. Were you homeschooled? No, I went to Laces, but Leonardo was bullied, and he ended up going to Marshall, I think. Did you go to school the same time as Leonardo DiCaprio? No, 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 no. I wish I did. I was, I was a lot younger than them. You sound like DiCaprio's type then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm a 26, actually. I'm a, I'm a little too old, sir. Uh, ah, yes, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, hey, Marisol, who'd you go yeah. to high school with? Uh, Travis Barker. Oh, that's oh, a good so one. That, oh, yeah, Omar, Omar. You went to the same high school as Omar? Yeah, I went to Fall High. I graduated Fall High, class of 96. Ooh, 98. <laughs> nice. Wait a minute. Uh, were, were you in school with Travis Barker, either of you, or no? Yeah. He graduated a year before us, I want to say. 97. So you knew Travis Barker before he had tattoos all over his body? You know what? I was a nerd back then. I just know he went there, and he would play during a lunch break. <laughs> so he hey, Marisol, now that you know that I went to Full High, too, and people are going to ask you who's the most famous person you went to high school with, what are you going to say? What was your name again? <laughs> 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 Point Marisol. That's amazing. Hey, uh, yeah. Rob, you're on K Rock. What's up? Hey, uh, yeah, mine on a technicality. It might not be high school, but I went to middle school with uh, Lil Snoopy. Oh, Snoop Dogg. He was Snoop called Dogg, Lil Snoopy? Yeah. Lil Snoopy in middle school. Yeah, he was a gangbanger and never seen braids on a boy before, but that's what we saw. Were you friends with him? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. He, he kind of hung out with different people. It was the LBC, but yeah, I mean, knew knew him just as a a distant. Didn't know he was going to turn into this big rock star. Yeah, kind of want. I kind of want like a story of someone who's like, I remember playing dodgeball one time with like, you know, <laughs> with Lil Snoopy. Yeah, or whatever. I remember. Smack. <laughs> and he cried yeah, when cried I hit him in the, him face, in the face with a ball. Cry or something like that. <laughs> uh, five went out on the text line said, "My current girlfriend dated and had sex with JJ Watt in high school," and that's a whole different thing. If you are dating somebody who has some kind of cool celebrity connection, are you going to use that? Like, is this guy going? You know, my girlfriend had sex with a football player. Right. And you're like, okay, but are you bragging about that or not? And then 661 said, I went to high school in Bakersfield, 
So we went, uh, the only celebrities that came from our high school were from true crime documentaries. Yeah, I feel like I see all that now. I can't believe they even have high schools in Bakersfield. That's you're, crazy. You're like that guy that murdered all those women? I <laughs> went to high school with that <laughs> he guy. Went to my high school. Oh, the meth lab that blew up? High school class, <laughs> uh, Have you heard this song, Allie? One of the greatest uh, songs ever released? To the window, to the wall Until the sweat drops down my balls This is a little mashup <laughs> between Frank Sinatra and Lil John. There's a guy who's been doing these now. Uh, I first saw him, I think, on YouTube. Now he's all over TikTok as well. Uh, this is, it's really fascinating, the skill to be able to do this. To be able to take songs from, you know, our lives and, and mash them together. He does them a couple of different ways right now. He's got a new one that we're going to debut in a second on K-Rock, which I can't wait. It involves all of the haze you've heard over the years in music. And there have been a lot of haze from, like, a lot of K-Rock artists. There have been hay, you know, artists just like to throw out, hey, randomly. Right? K-Rock artists love a good hay. They love a good hay. I mean, Jimmy World. Chili Peppers, Johnny Cat. There's so many in there. So uh, this is a man. There there I Ruined It is what he's known at on the socials. You've heard his songs because they've all gone very viral. And uh, he now, what's his real name? Dustin, right? Dustin, I believe. Hey, what's up, dude? Welcome to K-Rock. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Let me just say something, and I speak for everyone on the show. We are such fans of what you've put together. I can't wait to uh, give everyone the hey, your newest release in full time. But you've really taken like some of the greatest music throughout our entire lives, and you figured out a way to give it new life. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, you never know what you're going to get when you get in the studio and just start throwing things together. But uh, it's been a fun process. I mean, you've done a ton of mashups, and you started using like Auto Tune to make some of these. Now you're using some AI. But how many people per day pitch mashups to you? Oh yeah, it's it's constant, um, and it's you know you never know until you try something if it's going to go together. Nine out of for every um, mashup you hear, there's like five that just didn't work at all. So, um, but yeah, I'm always open for ideas. This is one of my favorites you did. This was the uh, drowning pool, uh, bodies at the floor, uh, and a kids <laughs> song. This is now how my kids go to sleep every night, Allie. Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 was a home run right out of the gate like did you say man this is perfect or did that take some time yeah sometimes they just come together like that the funny thing is i actually have a couple little boys as well and for a lot of these songs this is the only version of the song they even know so there's untold damage i'm probably causing to them from a musical standpoint (laughs) i would love to hear some of the ones that did not work are you gonna do like a b-side someday yeah i guess i could do that This one, uh, which we listened to right before we had you on, obviously this is like one of the, you know, the strongest. You talk about... There, you didn't have to use any AI. This is where we're about to get into the kind of the future now because we've talked to a lot of artists that have come on the show and we've said, hey, are you open to or opposed to the concept that anyone now can take your voices and music that you've made over the years? You can release potentially new songs, new mashups, new albums. I mean, that's going to be the future, right? I mean, your guess is as good as mine, but it is a weird... From my point of view, when I first heard of that technology, I mean, it had my name written all over it. I'm like, the kind of horrifying things I can try to, you know, bring people back from the dead and do songs that ought not be uh, created was uh, very appealing. (laughs) 
This uh, was a pandemic hobby, correct? Uh, it did start there, yeah. My my band was kind of sidelined, and I was just musically bored, and I randomly posted this thing on Reddit, I think, was the first time, and it kind of took off. Oh, thank God for COVID, right? Oh, man. It's COVID. <laughs> Shout out COVID. You, you brought us all these great talents. But how long does it take you to make one of these things? So these started off on YouTube as, like, full-length songs with, like, really meticulous, like, video editing that went with it, because it was all about kind of lip-syncing um, to make you think that this was this weird, you know, alternate universe where whatever Lady Gaga was a polka star or that sort of thing. Um, when it kind of evolved into TikTok, you know, I got to knock these things out every night or two, so I can, I can probably knock it out in maybe an hour or two if I have to. We're going to listen to your newest release, which is the history of all of the haze throughout all of music and so many great K-Rock artists in there, Chili Peppers, Lumineers. I mean, it's really kind of wild. You think about it. Every, any artist, really any genre, can't come up with a word. They're just going to, hey, throw in a good hay there. So many hays to pick from. We'll listen to that in a moment. Here's one of the AI ones, though, that I wanted to get on because this got, I don't know if this was your biggest one. Which one was bigger for you, the uh, Sinatra Lil John or the Elvis Big Butts? The Elvis one seems to be really taken off this week. Yeah, hold on. This is the Elvis Big Butts one. Oh, I like Big Butts and I cannot lie. You are the brothers, I can't deny it. That when a girl walks in with an itty bitty weight stand around painting in your face, you get sprung. Oh, you get sprung. So great. Now that was using AI technology, but you were able to take obviously one of the finest songs ever written, and of course I'm talking about I Like Big Butts from Sir Mix-a-Lot, <laughs> and give us uh, some Elvis. Do you ever get the hate from the diehard Elvis fans that are like, you are ruining this man's legacy? Uh, occasionally. Overwhelmingly it's positive, I think. But yes, with the AI I've noticed a little tinge of anger among certain people, I think, because we're all, we're all a little on edge of what AI is going to do, and um, it is a little bit weird to bring people back from the dead. Is there like a little sneak peek, you know, or a little hint as to what your next one is going to be? Sure. So last night, um, I, uh, so I'm bringing Johnny Cash back. And, um, I, you know, I always go into it thinking, what is the absolute worst song that this person should not be singing? And so I think I'm going to go with Barbie Girl. Nice. Oh, everything's, nice. Everything's going Barbie this time of year. It's the perfect song. <laughs> Johnny Cash doing Aqua Barbie Girl. <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned. That'll be out in the next day or two, I think. This perfect. one uh, is your newest release. Uh, it's all of the haze throughout all of music. And you will, if you listen closely, uh, you will hear, as we mentioned, like Jimmy World, Chili Peppers, all of the expected ones, you would get Metallica's in the mix. Johnny Cash, you just mentioned, is in here. And then you get some unexpected ones, like uh, Fat Albert. Anything you want to say about Hayes before we give it a uh, radio debut right now on K-Rock? It's just a lot of Hayes. Listen to this. song you're a genius dustin ballard dude so good to have you on k-rock with us thanks for doing this and maybe one of these days we can figure out a way to collab with you because we also make up uh, some of our own dumb songs on the show and you obviously have way more talent than we do i assume you're probably off to a I'd job to right now. thank you for and having me and how's well, your workplace etiquette find the man apparently all, over the all of us have you forgotten how to have any etiquette in the workplace yeah. all right he's on and thread. they've done so some research and they found that for the most part whatever etiquette used to exist in the workplace 
is now completely gone. For a few different reasons. Number one, a lot of people started working remotely during the pandemic, and then now they're asking those people to return to work, and they've forgotten all their, their manners. The second part of it is that younger generations are starting to enter the workforce, and then they're wearing, like, slides to work and saying samesies to their boss, mm. and people are like, wait a minute, hold on, let's do a refresher here. So a lot of companies are doing mandatory etiquette training for the workplace. Now, this company loves a lot of things, but let me tell you the thing they love more than anything is mandatory training. We have not yet gotten the uh, notification that we'll be doing mandatory etiquette training, so we decided to go ahead and jump the gun here, get a little quiz we put together, see how uh, your etiquette is in the workplace, and uh, which one of us has the truly the worst etiquette here at the radio station. Do I get a little useless certificate like I do when I do this company training? I will uh, draw you a certificate. Yay! Yeah. Throw, right, throw it right in the trash. That's no, I want to frame it. I actually print the ones out here just so I can enjoy the process of throwing it in the trash. <laughs> okay, you, normally good. you would just say, good. don't print, don't care. But I print it out and then chuck it because it makes me feel accomplished. <laughs> All right, here's the first question. Jake the Nerd, you're in on this as well. Allie, you're in on this. Yay. Ali's probably going to lose Omar Khan. I don't think I'm going to lose at all. Uh, Are you going to uh, in, invite Postmaster Johnny or no? No, 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 no. Because okay. he, I remember, you know, it's funny that Ali said, you know, the samesies thing. Because remember that time we were in that meeting and yes. Postmaster Johnny said something to the big boss and the big boss is like, can you, one of you guys translate? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And he's like, I think it's going to be lit with that gok gok. And yeah. we're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I don't think he would do very well on this quiz. Okay. Here we go. You bring leftovers to work for lunch. You realize... Why are you doing leftovers questions? Ali, I'm just... This is targeted. I have seven questions. And this is workplace harassment. This is seven questions. <laughs> They're completely randomly this generated. This is confirmation bias. You bring leftovers to work for lunch. You realize after opening the leftovers, they're a bit gamey in smell. What do you do? We'll start with uh, Omar here. Omar, uh, what do you do? Uh, in that scenario, I would quickly close it up and then put it away where it's not going to bother anybody, like probably in the fridge, and then I would eat it on my car ride home because I, would, I, I wouldn't want to kind of like bother anybody with yeah, the smell. That's, a, that's an answer from an upstanding coworker right there. Thank you. Jake the uh, Nerd, um, I know the concept of having leftovers is exciting to you, but <laughs> what, what, what do you do in this scenario? Uh, I eat it and I blame Allie. Okay. All right. Well, that's problematic. Uh, Allie, we already know what you do because this is your day every day with what you bring in here. That's why you've earned the nickname the Onion Queen. Oh, I Sir think... smells a lot. Here's what happens. Eventually, the workers that complain about the smell get used to the smell. False. It, it's one of those things <laughs> where, more, like, I'm oh, more... you don't realize it smells in here until you leave that area and come back in. So if, if I take my time with my food, eventually you won't smell it and you'll stop complaining. No, it's, it's false. It's very the false. eggs are always going to smell like eggs. Yeah, you're That's why I have an egg room, juice. Omar. Yeah, That's but, why oh, I have a room you, for the eggs. Well, what about the cabbage yeah, juice that you're yeah, drinking yeah, yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that, that little coleslaw you ate for two weeks put me yeah. in the ER, okay? Oh. <laughs> Actually, Katie heard us talking about that, and she refused to eat the coals. Yeah, she's the right. Rest of the week. You're gross. All right, Omar, you're the only one who gets a point on question one. We Thank go to question you. two. Uh, you find out your boss is sleeping with a coworker. Oh. What do you do? We'll start now with Allie. Um, well, obviously, I talk to all of the other girls in the office about it. So you gossip? Yeah. Okay. And Jake? then I don't tell anybody else about it necessarily, but I do have it in my back pocket in case blackmail is needed. Interesting. 
Jake the uh, nerd, we're doing an office uh, place etiquette quiz now because apparently no one has any sort of etiquette in the office anymore. Jake the nerd, what do you do? I don't say anything. If me and my boss are tight, I might give him a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know what I mean? And uh -huh. like a, oh, so you can join in? And no, oh, no, not to join in, but be like, hey, Eiffel uh, Tower. You want to throw a little extra my way? I won't right. say nothing. I got it. Loose lips, sink ships. I get it. Smart. Also, it sounds like you're also using that as blackmail, though. No, but I'm almost like, hey, if you want to, every day. Omar, uh, yeah. you find out your boss is sleeping with a coworker. What do you do? This actually happened to me. Oh. And I this went is about uh, no 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 no. Uh, somewhere else that's not mentioned the workplace. It was here. And I just went about my business uh, and didn't didn't pay any mind. I just minded my own business. Didn't say anything, didn't uh, you know You didn't even deal. make funny memes about it to text to nope. your friends? It's funny Nothing because like they that. talk about in this article about etiquette, they say this is one of those scenarios where coworkers are hooking up with each other that has gotten completely out of control now with gossip and that gossip has gotten to a whole new level where people are well, those are the ones who aren't in on it, obviously. All right, well we got a question number three. Uh, I'm gonna Jake gets the point on that one. You, you say nothing. Nothing. Zip your lips. No one's business. But then what else are you supposed to talk about in the workplace? The weather? Question number three. You're running late to an all-staff meeting because you overslept. Uh-oh. What do you do? Jake, you start. I text everyone, Highland. You text everyone, Highland, which is Beer Mug's go-to excuse for being late all the time. Allie, what do you do? I would text everyone and I would make up an emergency. You'd lie. Of course. Mm -hmm. like Omar, uh, flat tire. Omar, yeah. what do you do? Uh, man, I think, uh, you know, honesty is the best policy. I would just, you know, text, you know what, I'm sorry. I just woke up. I'm on my way. Okay. It's interesting because obviously. What would you do, Klein? You never answer these questions. I would never run late to an all-staff meeting. I would set, yeah, mul would. set yes, multiple would. alarms. You'd get the nervous poops and you'd be in the bathroom. Yeah, well, that's an excuse built in right there. I'd say, come, everyone gather around, see what I did. See what <laughs> you I would just try made. and convince another coworker to go as you. Yeah, or you call in a bomb threat and then the meeting gets postponed. <laughs> Question number four. Your regular parking spot at work, oh, this happens here a lot, is occupied. Oh, what, what is your game plan? Allie. Uh, well, I would park as close as possible to my normal spot, and then I would try and find out whose car that was so that I could give them side-eye. Side-eye, mm -hmm. throw shade at the person exactly. who took your spot. Yeah, and then talk about them behind their back. Omar? Yeah, this has happened to me as well, and uh, I usually park beside the car and uh, leave it at that. I don't do anything about it. I'm uh, a pussy. Jake, the, uh, <laughs> Jay, that is correct. You get a point for admitting to being a pussy. Jake the nerd? Honestly, for a split second, I just get angry. Be like, you dumb bitch. bitch. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my and God. I, I, just, I say it to myself in my car, and then I park, and I forget all about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jake actually gets the point. That's the right thing no, to do. No, not. You're supposed to uh, be angry to yourself, but then let it go, not bring it into the workplace. Well, See that? You're supposed to actually just. You don't bring it into the workplace. It slowly permeates. Right. And then you realize that person, I hate that person. Yeah, and then you stop voting for them for employee of the month, and you just slowly make everyone turn on them. There's two questions left that will determine which one of us truly has the worst workplace etiquette. How you doing? You still have a job? We'll get to it next. K-Rock. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. How's your workplace etiquette? We're almost done with the quiz to figure out which one of us truly is unemployable. And technically, I think we know the answer is all of us. But, you know, how are you doing? Because apparently workplace etiquette doesn't exist anymore. Used to be like someone brought a platter of bagels. Everyone would say thank you. Everyone would have one and move on. Now 
People just pick the uh, raisins out of the good ones and then leave everything there. Or they'll bring their own to-go containers to take fill, them with them. Yeah, take all of them with them. Three questions left. Uh, scoring it together. Omar's in a slight lead right now internally, but we go to question number uh, five now. You're in the bathroom at work, and a coworker is lighting the place up very loudly. Ugh. How do you handle that? We'll what, start what with you... Jake. Start with Jake the nerd. Uh, well, you know, I've done this plenty of times because of my condition. <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's, it's not fun. I can uh, I can commiserate. Uh, so I actually help. I'm a bro. I will, I'll courtesy flush for them. I'll act like I'm in on what? it. What? Oh, that's that so nice. So disgusting. That's so disgusting. Really yeah. Gross. Oh. All right, uh, Omar, what do you do? Uh, I would say something like, damn, man, you're really blowing it up. And then we, we get out of there. That's, that's it. Right. <laughs> and then, Damn, Jake, you're really blowing it up. Ali, <laughs> what do you do in this scenario? Well, this doesn't happen very often in the ladies' room, but if someone is pooping, I will be in and out real fast because I want to give them their privacy. I know that they're going to explode, and I don't. It's it's that anxiety feeling when someone's walking and you hear the footsteps, and you're like, oh, God. So I just get in, get out, and I let them go back to their business. Apparently, according to the uh, workplace etiquette findings, people have felt that this was a good opportunity to TikTok and or post video <gasps> to say, damn, look what I've got to deal with at my job, oh, which is no. not a, not apparently the right thing to do. Which I, I'm going to start I, doing that to Jake. I feel like Johnny would do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 Johnny would do that. The answer is, though, that you're supposed to do what Ali said, which is make no mention of it, pretend it's not happening. And move on. Yeah. That apparently is good etiquette. Go number one, barely wash your hands and get out. Yeah, and then when you leave, you kind of let out a loud on the other side of the door. Holy ass. <laughs> Got a question? All right, fine. <laughs> you receive an email after hours or on the weekend. It's a work email. Uh, how do you respond? I know what you do. What do I do? Respond. Call the person. You're available at all hours. Doesn't matter if we're on vacation. Do, 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 do. Mr. Brown knows her. Whoa, that's what I do? Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It's right. You got it. You respond hey. to emails when we're all on vacation. I don't like keeping people waiting. People I know, answers. but then you set this thing. It's, oh, Klein's always available. The show's always available. We are. We are. 24-7. We're like doctors. <laughs> no, that's not true. You, you got to have boundaries. Allie, yep. uh, what, is, you, uh, Allie. what do you do? Uh, unless it's urgent, I will not respond. Omar, what do you do? Uh, I don't even check the emails on the weekends or whenever I'm not. Yeah, working, I know. So. We know. Yep. Uh, <laughs> J- J- <laughs> and if it is getting bad, Omar will unsubscribe from the email That's chain right. or the That's group true. text. Yes, yeah, so if he gets yep. more than two in a row on a weekend, he's just unsubscribed. Yeah. Jake? Well, I mean, listen, on the weekend is fine or whatever, but when we're on vacation trying to get away, yeah, don't do that. Okay. Jake, what, what do you do? Uh, when I see it, if it's important, I'll reply. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the last question, then we got to move on. You're out of company. Do you acknowledge that you do that? Uh, that I respond to work emails mm-hmm. whenever I get them? Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. Do you realize you're part of the problem? Yeah. Okay. Uh, of course I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I get that uh, in every facet of my life. I am the problem. <laughs> right. But then it makes us all feel bad. This is the last one. Uh, company party open bar. Cool. What is your plan? Open wasted, bar. Wasted. All right, drink as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, I think we all agree there. Jake? No, I say to myself, I'm going to take it easy and just drink beer and then have 12 of them. Okay, smart, okay, responsible. You know. That's good. Uh, Omar? Uh, we know ahead of time that we're going to have an open bar. Like, uh, Yes, yeah, so we show up, company okay. party, open bar as much as you want to drink. By the I way, this scenario will never happen here. No, not here. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, hit up my buddy, get some cocaine for the evening, <laughs> and order nothing but top shelf alcohol. Uh, Omar's oh. right. Uh, cocaine takes the edge off of the booze, so Omar's right again. <laughs> All right, turns out here... 
With the lowest score, uh, the worst etiquette is Allie Johnson. What? She uh, scored very low. Jake slightly above her. Omar model. That's why he's the only guy that ever got the Employee of the Month award around here. That's BS. And uh, and of course, I didn't take the quiz. But had I done it, I would have had a perfect score. No, that's not mm, true. My etiquette is on point. I got robbed yesterday. What you did? Yeah, but not like a cool, good story robbery. Like wasn't a smash and grab or a follow home. But um, I guess. Uh, all of the porch pirating has been on the uptick as of late, but this wasn't just a package that was taken. Packages, they get taken, it's annoying, usually you have to look into it, and then eventually they'll either resend it to you or they'll refund you. I mean, that's just kind of the way it goes, right? They've accepted the fact that mm-hmm. just... This was my water delivery. What? <laughs> yeah, four, ju- four jugs of water. They stole four... S- stole Dude, I, this is going to come back on you somehow. It's not going to come back on me. You I, forgot your order then or something. I, I, said to the, I said to the place, I actually get an alert that said, hey, your water's been dropped off, and they send you a picture of where it was, and it's gone. Not the, there. The what, picture... what, what, what brand water? I'm not saying it again because you guys like to make fun. Is it Sparklets? That's the one. <laughs> Sparklets. <laughs> yeah, someone took four jugs of Sparklets the one water. That's like a, well, you didn't get robbed. The truck looks like a pride parade every I don't time know. it's I, I don't pick my water. I pick it does. The, it always looks so shiny. Yeah, let's go out some sort yeah, of a glittery. thing. I don't, I don't even know how to stop this thing. It's like uh, a bunch I think of drag queens I'm, hanging out of I'm, it. <laughs> all I know Here's is. Your all I know is it's gone. It's uh, gone. I'm never going to get it again. It's been taken. You know, now. they gargle it before they give it is to that, you. Is that the difference? <laughs> well, whatever they do, it's worth it. Tastes great. So. I was thinking about it because apparently now as uh, we're entering the summer months, you know, usually it was porch pirate season it used to be around the holidays, but now porch pirate season's year round, right? And we, in the past, we've done our job. We sent mugs to a residence member dressed like a pirate because he was going to sit on oh, the porch. Oh, I remember. I remember his outfit. And yeah. uh, I don't know even know how he assembled it, but there was a whole video with he had a, a patch mm-hmm. on and he was right. actually upset because he, I think he invaded the privacy of a couple people. Well, we thought the idea would be we could take the popular, yeah, we could take the old school mentality of what a scarecrow used to do to scare the crows away, right? Put it in the field. Yeah. Uh, if we could we could use a prototype would be like some sort of an animatronic pirate sitting on your porches. That way, if other pirates arrived to steal packages, they'd be freaked out by the fact you already have a porch pirate there, and they would leave. But why go animatronic porch pirate when or por- pirate when you can go beer mug pirate? Right. Well, we there's only unfortunately and fortunately there's only one beer mug, so <laughs> we figured that was just kind of a testing the the method. But there, there, you know, it's like just like this now. The story has come out again. So I, I said, yeah, water's gone. I never got it. They said, oh, we dropped it off. Here's a picture. I said, I, I get, I believe you. I don't, I don't think you guys. How much to... time passed from the picture you got to when someone was home? Uh, two. Well, no, someone was home. They just left it. They just left it right there outside, like on the sidewalk. So someone robbed the water while your what? Your wife and kids were home. Uh, wife was home. Yeah. And they just took hey, the water. Um, what's? Do you mind saying what city you live in? Uh, in the valley. Oh, there's a, I saw a news story yesterday. That there's one specific city uh, that is uh, the, the crime of opportunity is on the uptick. It's a, by the way, it's not a, it's every it's every city. Dude, listen. No, More of you have reached out to our newsroom with the reports of stolen packages. It's, of course, a trend we've seen more frequently locally and nationwide over the last few years. Crimes of opportunities for what are called porch pirates. I don't even think people are. It used to be like they'd follow the truck around and be like, I'm going to get stuff now. It's just like, oh, there's a box. Grab it. Ask it's, questions later. It's the Wild later. West, dude. Yeah, it is. People just don't give no Fs. I don't think someone was like rolling around dehydrated. It was like, oh, thank God. 
Like, I think they just <laughs> I think they just saw four giant jugs of water that weren't being looked at, and they're like, I could take these, and who knows what I could do with them, or whatever I want. Or you need to get some recycled uh, water bottles and then just fill those up, and you can sell them for a buck each at events. That seems I like a lot that. of effort to I go to that. to make $4, Allie. <laughs> Hayden Wentworth looked into this. She joins us now in studio to explain what residents can do, homeowners, can, how, do, how can they best protect themselves and their value? Great. Well said. Well said. This is Allie. This is it. Let's go ahead and enjoy this. Right? Can, how, do, how can they best protect themselves and their valuables? Hayden? She just really gave up. Hayden, Hayden take it away. Help. Hayden, I am dying here. <laughs> 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 it really just became a hate. Why don't you step in at some point, bitch? I mean, I'm running out of it. Yeah, yeah, seriously. How, do th- how can they best protect themselves and their valuables? Hayden? That's the problem. Hayden's <laughs> <laughs> hey, that... just looking at her like, go on. <laughs> you ate my lunch. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, so anyway, this is the stuff they say. They always give us the same tips, but I don't think any of us do these things, right? Do any of us do the tips of the experts to keep this stuff well, safe? Well, what are the tips? I mean, well, it's like, Talk to your neighbor. I mean, I don't. I haven't heard this batch, but it's usually like <laughs> talk, talk to your neighbor. neighbor. It's usually some sort of like, hey, let your neighbors know if something's being delivered. Keep an eye out for it and stuff I've like that. I've done that when I'm going to be out of town. Yeah, and, and I know something's coming. Right, but the issue is, as you know now, Amazon Ali went out, to, left to come in here one morning at four in the morning. The Amazon person was there. The twenty four hours now, they're just yeah. dropping yeah, stuff off true. all over the day. There's, I, there could be somebody dropping off something at my house, and I would think they were taking something. Look, I remember growing up, my mom like knew very well. She's like UPS comes between four and four fifty. Like she right. knew that doesn't mm-hmm. that. that those days are done. Mm-mm. It's no. like whatever, whenever. And the people in my neighborhood, I don't know about yours, they're like, oh, there's a there's one neighbor that's like an over-policing neighbor who's like, package, you have a package, you better pick it up, pick it up, or someone's going to take it, oh, well, or smart. I'm going to pick it up for you, and I'm going to leave it safely at my house, and you can pick it up for well, me. Well, that's good. You should have a neighbor like that's that. That's awesome. That's yeah. a good move yeah, right there. The mm-hmm. sheriff of the neighborhood. If you know you have something valuable, you have a package coming, Try to have it scheduled to be delivered when you're going to be home. Well, that's obvious, dummy. But oh my god, uh, Are you who's, st- who's do they ever- even do that? No, no, no one you, does you know, that. You can't pick a delivery window anymore. Uh, they say you can, but uh, yeah, I, good but luck. it's like Friday through who knows. I don't. Yeah. Even, I would always even remember like, my own delivery window. I'd be like, what? Throughout the when? day, you have so many different packages. You know right, what I mean? Coming, going, leaving, yeah. and you got to run out. Like, if you know you're not going to be home, you can notify the uh, delivery company and have to have a signature to pick it up. De- oh no. my God! No. Why would I do that? Who's doing it? It's easier to just be like, I've lost it forever. <laughs> that whole thing sounds well, like... Well, Andy <laughs> Hurley says surveillance cameras are always a good resource. A picture's worth a thousand words, so a video's worth even more if you have some kind of security video. Right. video so then that's you can, great. You know. right. so but you most of the people. time, what are you going to do? So you have the video of somebody jacking exactly. you. Exactly. And, and so on. And then you show it to the police right. and they're like, cool. Ima- right, imagine <laughs> yeah, exactly. that phone call. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go help with this other robbery that happened where I, someone was held at gunpoint. I can only imagine later. what would happen if I were to go to the police and be like, guys, I had four jugs of water that were left at my... My sparklets <laughs> That were left on my driveway, <laughs> and they're not there now. I, are they going to give me any effort at all? Did you to... contact sparklets? Did they say that they were going to replace your sparklets? Uh, they said they're looking into the matter. They're looking into the matter? But they That's said... That's a it... brush off. Well, yes. you know what you could do, though? I'm not, I'm not, not cons- saying that sparklets is to blame, but what if the delivery person put them there, took a picture, and then took them right back? Why would they do that? What would be the upside for that? They, first so of all, they so can make money off of the water. Lugging, a, big water. lugging around it's those big giant water. jugs of water is like the most annoying thing in the world anyway. 
I mean, there's who wants to do that. There's not somebody who's just going to drive by and be like, "Oh, cool! I'm going to pick up I, four jo- jugs exactly, of water." That's exactly what I think happened. No, I think it's the I think it's the delivery person. Both is the same crime. I, it's the same, same effort. Same, yeah. But I would imagine that someone's going like, "Oh man, look at all that delicious looking water." I don't think I'm anyone's gonna, saying that. I'm going to take like, it. They're like, "Look at this burden. I don't want to pick that up." I was actually kind of thrilled, to be honest. It was gone. I hate looking at that stuff inside. Ring or any of those other ones are all fantastic. He adds these kind of videos can also help them in investigations. When we put that stuff out, we're hoping that They're you not. recognize that person. I know that hat or I know those pair of shoes. I know that hat. <laughs> Who the hell says that? <laughs> and then give us that information that helps us track down and, and you know. Uh, my package was stolen from a man wearing shoes. They were of a dark variety and uh, that's all Hold I know. It's interesting because we were supposed to have the CEO and billionaire heiress of the In-N-Out fortune in our studio right now. She had to uh, reschedule. She'll be coming in, I think, next month instead. But we were all very excited to talk to this woman because... I mean, who doesn't love In-N-Out and who doesn't... I think she's actually been a very loved CEO as well. It's not like one of those rich a-holes. Like, she's awesome, from I think what she, I hear. I think she's single, too. I was going to spend most of the time hitting on her to see if maybe there's any way I could get in on mm. some of that in and out oh, fortune. that's great. Maybe good, that's, good. Maybe that's definitely want to have her back, definitely. Maybe that's why she rescheduled. But I did find here, Allie, did you, are you, did you um, record some original in and out music to try to, like, woo her or something? Well, because we were going to kind of give her different ideas on how to revamp or improve in and out for their 75th anniversary. And everyone was going to go with, like, a food menu item. And since I've been kind of striking out on those, I decided to go musical. And I decided to pitch a couple of new jingles for in and out Burger. You Just because they, they've got that, that's what a hamburger's right. all about. And I was right. like, dude. Yeah, it's great. It's that great. does not need improvement that's, whatsoever. That's no, jingle. I think you can always just have a new, a fresh one. I mean, think about that um, so wait, the Burger on. King one. It's yeah. like, a whopper, whopper, whopper. I mean, that's a new one and everyone's all over it. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, what's your old jingle? They didn't have one, really. Exactly. So, so Al, you felt that you were striking out with suggesting food ideas, so your plan was to give her a new jingle? Yeah, if the Krog wasn't successful, maybe that's just not my lane. <laughs> maybe I just am not a foodie invention person. Was I not supposed to hear this? Because I found it. Was no, it... I'm still working on it, Klein. Uh, I'm still working on I it. I think it's a masterpiece. No, I have. I have. Go into it or drive through it. Hold on. Hold on one I, second. I'm not done yet. Oh, it this sounds... This is just working lyrics. I'm not sound, sure how, how I really... Like go into it or like drive through it. Sounds like you're done. So you, can, you can go into it. Go into it or drive through it. Yeah. It rhymes with it. Good job. Shut up, Jake. <laughs> it's a work... <laughs> it's still a work in progress. Artists work are never finished. And writing is... However you do it, you won't poo-poo it. One... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've rhymed it with it. You think but... uh, you think that the uh, hamburger franchise in and out would want poo-poo <laughs> in their jingle? You won't poo-poo it because it's so good. You get it? I No, I don't. It's I, a think piece. I, mm-hmm, that's kind what of, you want in a jingle. It takes a while. I, can't, I hope she comes back. I know she was supposed to be here today. I just really... I think ju- people hated the Burger King one at first. And now they're like, however you do it, you won't. <laughs> Yeah, it is a thing. Good point, Noah. It's, so, right. it's, a, it's a think piece of ass. Hold yeah. on. Let's let this in, in its entirety. Earlier, we we showed up this morning thinking that the CEO of In-N-Out was going to be in our studio at this exact moment. Right. We all had a plan. We were going to do a menu redo with some pitches. I had a great concept for something. I was going to throw her general direction. As you know, the ham dogger is still selling gangbusters at yeah, Pink's. Yeah, whatever. 
Just got an update from Richard yesterday, actually. said selling uh, hundreds, uh, over 100 of these a month. This thing is a home run. Thanks again. Uh, everyone loves okay, it. Okay, great. Richard Good for you. So you know what? We were going to try to replicate the success with the In-N-Out. And then Allie decided, I'm not giving a menu item because her ideas have been terrible. Well, and also, I think the food that's the food at In-N-Out is very simple, and that's where it thrives. I right. don't think they really want... They're not going to add the crazy jingle, things to their menu. The jingle is also simple and thrives. Right. That's what a hamburger is all about. Yeah, but there's, there's more. There can be more. Go into it or drive through it. However you do it, you won't poo-poo it. Want a custom order? And by the way, about 45 minutes later, I do poo-poo it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Thank so you. That's not even an accurate, it's coming back around, isn't it? Not even an accurate song. In and out will do it. They always get your order. No need to redo it. Family night after a drunken fight. There's always a reason for the best burger of your life. Isn't it good? I mean, it's a good first draft. They say it, writing is rewriting. Fine. In 20 seconds of song, you you worked in the family fight. <laughs> and or a drunken fight. I, I, I don't think they want that, like, with their image. I was just trying to get across that there's all kinds of reasons that you can have the best burger of your life. It could be sober, could be drunk, could be with your family, could be after a drunken fight. Oh, yeah, there's I, always a time for in and out. Hey, Dead Tooth, when is she supposed to come back, the CEO? Because I really think it's important she hears this. Uh, I don't know who Death Tooth is. I'm just responding. <laughs> right. Uh, they say sometime in July. All right. So in July, she's going to be back here. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, have, have you, so you... I have a whole month now to work on it. Oh, wait a minute. She I'll did? take oh, notes. Hold on. Muggs just told me in my ear, you did another song too? Oh, no. Well, we don't need to do that one. Hold that was on. another one that... Hamburger, you got to get it, put it. No, don't is play that? it. Hold what the heck? Is what is that this? one is a different thing that I decided to scrap. Oh my because she, god, it's I'll, terrible. Was, because we were gonna talk to her. Hamburger, you got to get it, put it in you. Double, double, got to get it, put it in you. Okay, you know, you know what? Funny She's a big fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Dude. so I thought maybe it'd be fun for her to hear a parody about In-N-Out. Dead to the... words. Has she canceled yet? Did oh she... my God, stop! Oh. <laughs> 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 got to get them, put it in you. Order one, two, three, or off the secret menu. Get it to... All right. There's more! Wow. All right, you know what? At least I worked hard at this. This is something that oh. I've been oh, workshopping. Oh, just working hard? <laughs> <laughs> it Time to layer the audio. You know about it. Uh-huh. Omar, you know. This is like what you do, bro. The same thing. You can work on it with me. Omar, did you produce this? I am. No, I did not, sir. Ali, <laughs> <laughs> you know when you make fun of me for doing dumb things and then you realize that you then do the same dumb things that I've done before and you have to take a moment to go, oh, my God, am I slowly becoming Klein? Well, I've never drinking a five-hour energy thinking it was sleepy time stuff. Well, and it's dark purple. That's purple means sleep. Everyone knows no, it. No. Purple means sleep. It means great. Purple means I never means bought a sleep. bunch of Panda Express onesies for a resale that never happened. I sold one of them at, at a loss. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, I am an idiot, and I will admit that 
I'm just as dumb as you. Let's bask in the glory of Allie being an idiot for just a moment for doing the exact same thing that she's mocked me for so many times. Did you times. get scammed for a birth certificate? No, I wasn't that dumb, Omar. Okay. Thanks for bringing that right. up. That makes me mm-hmm. feel better. And that's still going on, by the way. <laughs> How much more information? <laughs> you just keep giving them more? I give them more information to <laughs> try to, give get, them your house, to get them to just leave your house. me alone. Just let them move in. They, they need me to give them more social security numbers. I, I was starving on the way home, and Story I checks out. called Katie. I mean, I don't know how you think I'm starving. I'm always eating during the show. But I uh, I called Katie. I said, hey, I'm going to pick up some food. What do you want? And she goes, I would love some pokey. So I said, okay, great. And I found a place, and I went to the website, and I ordered two medium bowls, double salmon don't and li- albacore. Don't, don't lie. Large bowls. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I got mediums, but I got extra stuff on the side. Yeah, of course. You, you pile on the free ingredients, Klein. That's the El Cheapo way. Oh, uh, yeah. So anyway, I go to pick it up. I you know, get the order through. I get the little confirmation email and everything. Oh, we're making your order. boop a doop I go to pick it up, and it's supposed to be ready. It's ready, you know, it says, it says my order's ready on the app or whatever. I walk in. I say, hello, I'm here to pick up my order. I said, what's your name? And they said, we have no idea what you're talking about. We don't have any kind of order under that name. And I immediately went like, <laughs> okay, well, oh, I'm just going to look up my little thing That's and a- show you my confirmation. There's no better look than when Allie's convinced she's right about something, but you know, <laughs> but everyone else is like, what is this crazy bitch talking about? <laughs> And she's got this look about her that is like, like, wait till I prove you wrong. Right. I'm right and you're wrong. And then it's the funniest <laughs> one to watch her face melt when she realizes <laughs> that she's the one at fault is the is my favorite face of all the faces you make. I love that one. It's a moment so... of like, I guess I'm the idiot. You kind of shrink down and look. So you stand there and you but go, But then I oh. change the subject. But you go, yeah, you go, oh, look over there. What's that? You run out. <laughs> So you say, uh, I'm here for my poke. Yeah. I ordered it. I ordered two medium bowls. Why isn't it here? Kind of thing. And I'm not Karening or anything, but I'm like, hey, here's my confirmation email. Why don't you take a look at it? And she goes, this location is in Oregon. That's the best. And I was like, <laughs> that's uh... the best. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, you know, I. So close. She was like, how did you order this? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I went to the website. And then I guess it just auto-filled to whatever was the first location, you it's know, like, that was saved in there. Why don't you just say, I'm a dumbass? That's yeah. how it happened. Yeah, that's... Because I hate you know how what? people, like, want to, oh, it must have been the drop-down menu. Just own it. Okay. You know what? I'm sorry, I'm a dumbass. Can I please get two of your large, extra-large Poke Bowls? Well, well, she's not paying. To, El Cheapo, come on. Listen, El Cheapo bought two fish bowls in, <laughs> in a state away. She's not, you know El Cheapo. She's not possibly going to be like, all right, let's just start again from zero. She's going to say, I want you... To make oh, this no. make this right, and they're, and they're looking at it going, we got the uh, you know a, a couple of uh, cauldrons of fish carcass sitting in Oregon in a window that no one's ever going to eat. I mean, okay, so I I sat there for a couple minutes going, what am I what am I going to do? And then I was like, wait a minute, they didn't offer up like a solution for you? No, that's bizarre. They were like, oh they, yeah, I, I don't know, that's not the right location. And I was like, they were like, getting GPS oh, no. you some directions to get your bowl in Oregon. <laughs> That was like, you know, if I leave now. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Much better. So then I eventually go, I'll take two medium bowls. Oh, uh, you bought it again? <laughs> Double salmon and albacore. Oh, so, well, you're fighting the other I one, I bet. Whole, uh, you're, you're... I, hey, as soon as I got in the car, Klein, I called that Oregon location oh, yeah. right up. I believe it. And I said, I really hope you haven't made my order yet because I am in California and I'm not in Oregon and I ordered some pokey in Oregon. And they said, you know, we just finished it. And I said, oh, no. And then there was the silence, and she goes, 
would you like a refund? And oh. I was like, yes, I would. <laughs> and now probably some staff member in Oregon is eating my pokey. You share them for the phone. Like, That's another dumbass on line four. <laughs> Screw it up, yeah. Rank this as far as one of the most significant moments that happened in your entire life. The day you get your first fake ID. Is there anything better? We were talking about it earlier this morning. We got into a conversation last week on the show about how, for the first time ever now, the DMV is going to allow us to start having digital IDs so you don't have your license on you. It's okay. You'll have something in your phone that you can show people. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, we don't want to lug around a wallet with us when you can just have your phone with you. We're already using it to pay for things. Why not also have our driver's license in there as well? And a picture of your license, even though some places accept that, a lot of places go, I can't accept that. But this would be like something officially from the California DMV that would allow you to use that to get on planes and to buy booze and to go to all the places where you have to be, you know, 21 and over. Right. I mean, think about how big the wallet used to be and how it's dwindled over the years. Don't like, need you, it. I don't. Yeah. I, the only cards I have now are my ID, one one form of payment and my Costco card. And in Costco, you can go digital, too. They've had that already, so you don't even need that one. Yeah, but I kind of feel proud of it. I know. I get it. It's a proud feeling. But having a digital card, because I've used a screenshot of my ID to get me through so many sticky situations. We were talking on the air about how we think that when it goes digital, it's going to be so much easier to do fake IDs because you just need a little Photoshopping and you're good Mm -hmm. to go. And then somehow Omar, I don't know, said that no one can get a good fake ID anymore. Yeah, because of all the different layers and the holograms and there's there's a bunch of technology. And I I said to Omar, I said, don't worry, I'll get you a fake ID by noon. And that happened a few days ago and it took me a little longer than I thought because... Right, and the crew... Not a whole yeah, crew. Man. Not a crew. You I had do- a whole NASCAR pit crew helping in. sweatshop back here. I ordered, yeah. lamin- <laughs> I ordered some laminated uh, sheets, and I ordered some stuff, and unfortunately I did not have the proper, um, whatever, the ironing system you need to laminate it the right way, so I tried to use my wife's uh, hair straightener, <laughs> yeah. and it burned right through the plastic. Were but- you or were you not a couple of hours ago looking for glue sticks? I, yes. <laughs> this morning I was still <laughs> attempting to get this thing together. But I want, before you look at the fake ID that I put together right. for you, because Omar is going to now attempt to take this ID, go to a liquor store, and wait. And I'm trying to think of which place is card, because you want to go to a place where they ask for your ID. And a lot of places. You want to go to a place where everyone is blind. Yeah, if you want to go to a blind <laughs> liquor store, this will work. I'm convinced. Well, Stater Brothers always uh, IDs me. Yeah, now. But, it, and whenever I go to a liquor store, they don't give an S. Okay, but when they ID you, uh, do they also scan the back of your uh, ID? Because a lot of places oh, do that, yeah. or they or they punch in your birthday into the cash. They register. don't even look at it; they just scan and move on. Well, I they, think that you no, know, the Stater Brothers they do the move where they take the card and they look at something and they punch in the numbers. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, know, I, I don't know if yeah. this is gonna work. If they, if <laughs> what? Wow, you're not sure. <laughs> well, I think if someone looks at it at a liquor store, or if you're trying to get in somewhere where they're checking your ID to make sure you're at least 21 or 18, then I think. And Omar does have a baby face. He's got that smooth skin. Uh, it's beautiful. He looks like he's all Botoxed up, but yeah. he's got no Botox. All Moisturizes, natural. It's a whole thing. So I could see why someone would look at you just skin alone and say this guy could be underage. But this ID. I feel strong. Like, if I had this freshman year of college, I would feel pretty good. Now, what did you yeah. do in order to, like, did you have a system 
from the oh, get-go? Yeah, well, yeah. Originally, I was going to give him a different a random state ID because I was thinking to myself, oh, I'll just give him Maine or I'll give him, like, Ohio or something. So that it looks all, like, funky and vertical, and they're like, ah, just go. Yeah, because I think a lot of people out here just go, who the hell? I don't know what this right, is. Right, who even knows? Yeah. And they don't know what their whole hologram system is, so maybe they're like, they don't even have holograms in Maine yet, so uh-huh. whatever, let them go. And then I was playing around with it. I was like, Omar, to me, looks so California. I had to go California. I wanted to give him a Rancho Cucamonga address. So I really spent some time on it. Hold on. Uh, Omar, you can look at it in a second. A lot of people on the All phone right. right now. Go ahead. Yes. Hey, Klein. What's up? Hey, you get fake IDs right here, right down the street from where you guys are at, at MacArthur Park, for 100 bucks. There you go. Ones, like a, a good fake ID? Because the one I'm working on is pretty they're, good. They're, 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 they're badass. They're, they... They scan and everything. I don't know. Do they use masking tape? Because if they don't, I don't think it's legitimate. Nope. They don't use any tape. <laughs> it's not masking tape, Ali. It's packaging tape I used. Okay? Get it straight. No, no. These, these look like, like real li- live IDs. Uh, are they so, California uh, state IDs, or are they like those yes, random California, states? No, no. They're, they're, basically, it's MacArthur Park right there at Wilshire and Alvarado. They're, there's guys out there saying, hey, you need ID? You need ID? We got your ID. Oh. You used to ask people. Should have done that. I had turned my whole house into an arts and crafts project for the last four days. <laughs> I know, yeah. Thank you for the call. But it, and I know that other people it, listen. Everyone's got a, a fake ID story at some point in your life. Maybe it was a big sister, or Allie was using her aunt's ID for a bit. Um, you know, I talk about the uh, the guy Theophanes Bahajahanis. It looked like me. Gave me his license. Fifty bucks. Best fifty bucks I ever spent. Everyone's got their fake ID stories and their fake ID fails. And there's nothing better than a good fake ID fail. Especially as people go back to school, go to college for the first time, whatever. The concept of you using a fake ID and then the bouncer being like, hey, what's your astrological sign? Because you've got a fake birthday on there. And you're like, uh. Right. And then they just take it and cut it in half. <laughs> All right. So the point is, Klein thinks he could make a passable fake ID. And Omar? Omar, it's yep. you can now look at it. Okay. What do you think uh, of your okay. new well, identity? <laughs> a couple of uh, different uh, uh, issues here with this. There's thing, no but, issues. There's no uh, issues. We're posting. It what's cl- up with the tape job? Uh, it's not. It, there's just tape on it. Which one it's did he tape. give you? The first crappy no, tape no. job or the second crappy Dude. tape job? No. First of all, it, it, that looks like a lamin. That looks like a laminated. I- it doesn't at all. <laughs> You don't think that's going to work at a store? Uh, well, and then you got my last name. It's spelt wrong. Um, oh, it's literally four letters. Wait, How I, did you spell I spelled your last name wrong? Oh, yeah. man. And, and also, uh, I don't think anybody's going to believe that I live at 6969 Dong Dong Drive. <laughs> Why not? It says Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, I put Rancho Cucamonga. And uh, my bur- my date of birth is uh, 420. I'm 420. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, I made it right. a fun idea. It's fun. Okay. Uh, the biggest uh, thing that I see here, though, is that, you know, when you go and you kind of have to computer sign something and uh, you get a choice to just type in your name? Right. Yes. It's clearly what you did here yeah. for my signature. Yeah. It doesn't it's... look like a real signature. No, it looks way too fancy. Like, everyone's electronic signature is a damn mess. Yeah. And this is very legible. I can't believe of all the problems with the fake ID I made you, the thing that you're not the most upset about is what, is what, what I ballparked your, oh, your weight you at. son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm not 245 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you I were, think Omar you were close. should fly with this. Yeah, try, Omar, try to get on Wait, a plane. Wait, the back is even worse. Yeah. The, uh, don't look oh at the back. Oh, my God, don't I just look, flipped it over. Don't look at the back. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Guys, I had a weird thing happen that's been bothering me now for since it happened, which was on Friday last week. And at first I just go, eh, this is nothing. It'll blow over. 
And then the more I'm thinking about it now, I brought this up to two other people, and they're like, yeah, you got kind of screwed. And I feel like... I, I thought know, that was what was not happening in your house. No, I'm not getting screwed in the good <laughs> way. I'm getting screwed in the bad way. <clears throat> we went out to dinner on uh, Friday with uh, two other couples, and they said, uh, hey, the reservation is at like, which I hate, by the way, but it was like an 8 o'clock reservation. Oh, my God. But they're, but they're like, we're going to go meet at the bar. There's one of those cool restaurants that's like a cool bar, you know? And they're like, but we're going to get to the bar like uh, an hour before the reservation. Nice. Some, All wasted for your some, dinner. Do that's some great. drinking. And I said, uh, that sounds fun, but the reality is, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in and get out. Like, I'll get there for the dinner, and I'll, and I'll order, you know, I'll drink while I'm at. the, I don't have another hour. Like, I just don't have the luxury of getting another hour to go. Is it there. because of babysitter? Yeah, everything, dude. It, yeah, okay. our, our childcare situation is no bueno right now. Right. He has to I finish his that. chores <laughs> before <laughs> he can go to the ball. Got to finish my chores, and if I don't finish my chores, <laughs> you know, can't get, can't get my clothes out of the kitchen the until the pumpkin <laughs> becomes a carriage only starting at eight o'clock. So we show. Up there at about seven. Is that what happens? That's what, that's what happens. I have to wait. You got to be back by like 10. Yeah, if yeah. I'm, not back, I'm not back by 10. He's just surrounded by a bunch of mice. It turns back. Everything falls apart. My whole uh, outfit turns into rags again. So uh, we get to the restaurant right around, you know, just before eight, because you know me, prompt as always, yep. like 7.55, and they're, uh, they're all at the bar having a great time. <clears throat> Two other couples drinking heavily. Which is weird because I know you you couldn't have gotten there early, but then couldn't you're starting have. dinner out on different levels. No, well, I kind of knew that that was going on, so I did have a couple drinks at home while I was getting ready, mm. and you know, pretending. before you got in the car. And yeah, nothing like reading your kid a bedtime story <laughs> while throwing back a <laughs> yeah. couple of vodkas. You right. know, yeah. makes the stories a lot more enjoyable and difficult to read. True. So I get there, seven fifty-five, and they're about to wrap up. They're like, "Oh, your whole party's here. Let's go seat you guys at the table." And the bartender asked the question. Hey, you guys want to close out here at the bar, or you want me to just to transfer that over to the table that you're going to sit at? Oh, damn. What'd they say? And I'm thinking, well, it's an obvious answer. They're not going to transfer it over to the table. Why am I going to sit down into a debt that I haven't been a part of having fun with? And so I go, they're obviously going to close it out at the bar. Of course. It's the that's obvious, what you the obvious answer. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys kind of reaches for his wallet like he's going to close it out at the bar, and then the other guy... Sees him do do that. Sees him start to do. I can see with his eyes. He and he goes, ah, just transfer it over. Nice, just getting started. And now I'm going, oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> what's going on here? I got to go sit down now at a table. I'm already going to be in the hole, a couple hundred dollars. No, you're not. You don't have to pay for those drinks, Allie. Once you're at the table, it's all community. I mean, you know. No, that... here's the thing about you is you don't want to say, hey, if you paid for those drinks, you're going to put in extra. Damn, Allie. You know what? I, I think I'm on, on Klein's side here. What? I don't think I have the balls to do yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't Why? say it. Wouldn't say it. I, I don't know. I'm a I just, big... It's just a thing. Like, so I you're going to be out another 50 or 100 bucks just because you're too much of a pussy to say something? Not about, not about being too much of a pussy it's... to say something. It's about that once you start... I don't want it, to fully enjoy the meal. If you sit there and you start going around and nickel and dime and everything everyone's eating, you, you're not going to... It's gonna, not nickel and dime. Yeah, but, but it is. But, you, you, but it's you, not. It's That's start, a significant amount of money. I understand like 20 bucks or whatever even... Even, but to to have that much extra money on your tab that you didn't even pay for well, that's listen, BS. How much extra was it? Okay, it's a great question. That uh, is the, for the, sure. The, that makes a huge the, difference. The uh, the bill came at the end of the night. 
and I was prepared for it to be expensive because it was like a, it was kind of a, it's a fancy boy. It's restaurant. a fancy boy. I didn't pick the restaurant. Right. It was a fancier boy restaurant. Fancy Daddy boy. With Wolfgang Puck or something. Uh, fancier than Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> wow. If there's such a thing. I no. think that's when he, that's when Klein just does takeout. Um, right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's my Tuesday lunch. <laughs> and uh, the bill came and it was like surprisingly high to the point where I thought. They split it already right, three ways evenly for How the three couples. How much was it? Was it like a thousand dollars? The my share was north of three hundred dollars. <gasps> yeah, and I thought that was the bill. Wait, for, for two people or just you? For, for, for no, for, for two, you and your wife. For two people. That was oh, okay. all. That was that's not that bad. But before before tip though, Omar. Before tip, so okay, you know, figure okay. do the math on that. But right, I didn't. Right. By the way, I I realized that um, there had been about. Hundred and maybe almost close to two hundred worth of uh, drink because dinner was drinks, dinner was not right. that much compared to what they yeah you know, drink drinks are everything, so they put two hundred plus on the bar tab beforehand. Okay, so then and then that's split between six people. Yeah, but I had n- none of those drinks, zero of those drinks. Right, so you're probably spending an extra fifty bucks. Mm. Yeah, I would have let that go. I would be like, I, I didn't, dude, I, I didn't think I didn't say anything about it, but I just. But it's it. also their responsibility to say something about it. it why is are true. they? It why is, is the but... bill coming? And then these people know that they owe extra for that stuff, and they're just going to let you pay for their drinks. But it also matters with the quality of friend these guys are. Are they totally. the kind of friends that pick up dinner, you know, from yeah, well, time to time, so, and they got you, uh, you got them, you was, know what I mean? It, because it, like I would never, in the billing years, to those friends that we kind of like, you know, switch right, on and off, right, do that. No, no, no. One, one. One one person in the group was a friend like that, and then the others were it was the significant others, and then friends of theirs. So it was kind of oh, one man. of those weird things. Right. And I felt like that's uh, just a move that you know. It's Are been... they rich? Because rich people don't think about that stuff. One. Or they're y- like, let's just all split it. One and it's the... like, don't you don't realize like all I had was a soup, and I don't want to yeah. pay for your stupid w- w- food. One of them, I I don't know what they do, but I assume they screamed very. Yeah, like, like they, they don't. They literally don't think about money. Right. They just, just think about putting their car down right. and then continue talking. That's yeah. Yes, that, that part hit me. I was like, oh, I guess that's why, maybe. There's just no concept of this. No. Hey, uh, Jessica, you're on K-Rock. What's up? Oh, so my husband's a bartender, and he would have never offered to transfer it. He just closes them out because he doesn't get the tips and the server gets it. So, yeah, that's another reason Great. why I always close out at the bar, because Great the bartender move. is serving you, and if they're serving right. you for an hour, they should get that tip. I agree. Yeah, the yeah. bartender screwed screwed me and screwed himself at the same he time. He should have gotten them back, Klein, by ordering like a bunch of lobster rolls. So it's funny. When I sat down at the table, <laughs> I, I thought to myself... Can I have 70 lobster rolls? Uh, <laughs> split this ways, <laughs> That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. Split this! Uh, so they said, what do you want to drink? And I said, I'll have four glasses of lobster roll. <laughs> Thank you. The two most important questions that you will probably be asked whenever you go on a new date with a new person, where'd you go? How far'd you go? We turn that into a fun little game and a chance for us to gamble with each other right here on K-Rock. And it starts right now. Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys go play bingo? Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys take a slow or no? All right. Uh, I believe we decided we're going to play with... Haley. Haley, welcome to K-Rock. How goes it? Hi, good. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for joining us on a Monday to talk about a date that you went on over the weekend. Uh, we're going to ask you some questions just about you as a person, then we're going to lock in our predictions as to where you went, how far you went on the date, and you have promised us brutal honesty up front, correct? That is correct. All right, perfect. Uh, how did you meet the person that you went on the date with? We met on Tinder. Oh, interesting. So they had sex. <laughs> 
But <laughs> the question is how quickly did they actually even go on a date or is it now just they met on Tinder and had sex? And, and then we went it. to your house. Sometimes Ali says the Tinder thing goes sex first. Then if you guys still like each other, you're then like, you'll All do right, a date. now let's go to Jack in the Box or something. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, actually ask our questions. Maybe this is not the case. Maybe there's something different that went Maybe on. things are changing. Maybe things are changing because I know some people are just looking for friends. But this was not the case. How long uh, were you single before you uh, went to Tinder to look for someone? I've been single for about a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Coming off of what? A divorce? A breakup? Coming off a breakup. Breakup. Okay. How long was the relationship? Um, we were together for a year and a half. Okay. And uh, you were just looking for anyone in particular or attractiveness? Was it really uh, kind of what was on the outside first? Were you looking for someone's good on the inside? <laughs> you can be honest with us. I honestly go off of people's bios, and it's hard to tell because people never, like, fill those out. It's always, I'm looking for a gym buddy, or I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Mm. Oh, yeah, those little catchphrases. There's a crazy mm-hmm. uh, article I just read about how people are now turning to chat GPT and AI to pretty much do their oh, entire do da- dating profiles yeah. for them, and they're, like, knocking it out of the park. So Really? Yeah, tomorrow we'll do a little man versus machine and see if us humans are better at hitting on people than actual chat GPT technology. But, all right, let's get to we're it. not. I, I have a feeling <laughs> that chat GPT technology is way better. All right. We just get one question, and then we get to the only questions that matter. Where'd you go? How far did you go? This is Haley. Went on a date this weekend. Someone she met on Tinder. That's all we know so far. Uh, Omar, what is your question yeah. for Haley? Uh, Haley, what's your favorite ride at Disneyland? Oh God, um, Haunted Mansion. Mm. Oh, okay. Says mm. so some things about her. Right. Yeah. She likes things. a creepy ride. <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, Allie, uh, your question for Haley. What's the last thing you bought online? Great question. Um, let's see. I bought a dress. For, for any the spe- date, actually. Oh. The dr- a dress for the date you just went on? Yeah. Oh. Ah. Uh, all right. Man, uh, she's trying hard. That's an interesting... <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Jake the Nerd. What is your question for Haley? Uh, Haley, what is the last book you read? Oh, Jesus. What a nerdy question. <laughs> um, if I'm gonna be honest, it was Fifty Shades. Wow! Oh, said, I don't need to read anymore. There's never That's gonna a, be a book yeah. better. Seems like she's all pent up. What is your baseline horny level usually on a like a one to ten scale? Baseline horny. <laughs> I'd say ten. Wow! Horny. Baseline horny. You're a ten all the time. Pretty much. I mean. <laughs> I'm in my 20s. What am I going to say? Are you open to everybody as far as gender orientation, et cetera? Yes. Okay. Just all horny, whoever's around. All right. So baseline (laughs) horny's a 10. That's crazy. I never heard that baseline horny a 10. Me, sure. But for a woman, I thought baseline horny was like a 2, maybe. Occasionally on a good day, they're up to a four. But this is also what we're hearing from Where'd You Go, How Far'd You Go, is people will hook up just because they want to hook up. And then they're like, you know what? It wasn't really that great. I don't want to see him again. But it was a hookup worth it it's like they're making decisions about hobbies so i want to do pickleball now nah, let's just have sex yeah all right all right I know. we've got the questions done so now we get the guess where'd you go how far'd you go on the date uh omar why don't you kick things yeah. off here um i think that we're gonna go uh it was super hot this uh past weekend so sure i think was. they didn't they didn't go out till later in the evening and they were going to go grab a meal, but they met at the bar first, and they hit it off, and Haley was so horned up that they just went back to her place and went to Smashtown. All right, so we met at a bar. Drinks yes. were had or no drinks were had? 
Um, drinks were had. Drinks were yeah. had at a bar, mm-hmm. and then back to her house. Yeah, for they Smash. were going to go eat, but they decided to go Smashville. Smashville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smashville or Smash Town? You've given us two uh, different whatever, locations. Whatever, whatever, you know, Smash City. All right, Smash City. Right, then oh, I'm going to go yeah. Smash Town right, since she went Smash City. Allie's taking Smash Town, all right. So I think specifically this guy that she met, uh, I think it's a guy, and I think he's a bartender. And he said, come meet me at my restaurant. And then he hooked her up with a bunch of free drinks. They got drunk. You know, they're chatting on the side, that little flirty conversation. And then I think they had uh, full-on sex in her car. In her oh. car? <laughs> All right, I'm locking that down. Uh, Jake the Nerd, where'd you go? How far'd you go? I think they met at a bar near the beach. They had some drinks. They, uh, they walked to the beach at night. You guys are all guessing the same thing. No, I mean, hold on. No, You're he all... said Smash City. I said Smashville. Yeah, I uh, Omar the... said bar. You're saying, Al, you said bar. Said... And now Jake said bar. It's unbelievable, guys. There's other options in the world than just a bar in <laughs> Smash Town. I want to guess right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If she goes to a bar in Smash Town, I'm going to be so mad. She did whole go game. to Smash Town. She went to Bone Zone. Okay. That is a different guess. I think it's vastly different. I, I take it back. It's totally different. So th- you're saying they went to a bar and then Bone Zone. Yeah. Okay. It's like Sky Zone, but. Yeah, I get it. I thank you. Get it. All right. It was a lot of, it was hot to be outside, so I'm thinking they did something inside, but she did say she got a special dress. I'm trying to figure out how that factors into my guess here. I am Maybe going to go to a bar. No, no. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say they went or to. Or to go to Smash Central. They went to a bar. Clearly, I'll go to bar. No, they went to a taco stand, the one that didn't get robbed. They got some casual tacos near a beach. You're saying what Jake's saying. I'm not saying anything like Jake's saying. I'm saying a totally different date. <laughs> Thinking of the perfect date I would like to be going on right now. Tacos Ta- by the beach? Tacoed it up. And yes, sex did happen, but I don't think they made it back to either of their places. I think the sex happened out in public. What? Because the dress, easy act, pull right up, boop. Finish need... a taco, go to the next one. That's right. Taco to taco. <laughs> I mean, Haley is horny, so. Hey, she's a 10. She's in her baseline <laughs> horny is a 10. Level. I know. She's ready to go. She's she all knew. bone zone all the time. So, uh, all right. Are any of us, Haley, exactly right? No. Oh. Mm. So you were at a bar. <laughs> we were not at a bar. Okay. Go ahead. It's the moment of truth. Haley, now going to share with us, where did you go? How far did you go? Um, we went to the Hello Kitty Cafe, and then we went... Is that like the Bone Zone? It sounds like that's the Bone Zone. That just kind of sounds similar to what we're saying. Hello Kitty Kitty Cafe sounds like another way of saying Smash City. It's a lesbian Bone Zone. So you went to the Hello Kitty Cafe. Yeah, and then we went to Dave and Buster's after, and we did get some drinks. Um, That's a bar. But it was super, I mean, kind of. But, I mean, I was... Normally there just to kick his butt and ski ball. So, mm-hmm. um, so you go, uh, it was super casual, though. Right. Okay. Sounds like an ideal date for a seven-year-old. So you went <laughs> oh, to the well, Hello Kitty pop-up and then, uh, uh-huh, Dave yeah. and Buster's? So you go to Dave and Buster's, <laughs> yeah. and then after Dave and Buster's? Uh, we made out in the elevator. In the elevator? In That's... the way to the car. Okay. How and do you then, make out on the way to the car? <laughs> well, you know, they walk, you stop, you make well, out, right? And then what happened? Uh, that was it. What? We have a date planned for the next one, 
Um, at a ball yeah, pit. it was super casual. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe at the play zone at Burger King, but we'll see. Let me get this straight. You, you uh, uh, first of all, I'm blown away whenever a date doesn't end in sex anymore, but it's nice to know that there's still a little bit, of, people still put a little bit of effort into the game. Yeah. The game part of it. That's nice. Yeah. Just wait like another couple of days. And you already got through playing games yeah. with Dave and Buster, so you had a little game left in yeah. you. So you make out and then you yeah. end it like, uh, this was fun, let's do this again, and you're actually going to do it again? We are, yes. That's unbelievable. Wow. It's a beautiful story. Yeah, that's nice. So the <laughs> answer baby is, talk with each other. You, you did a real date. A date was planned. You actually went somewhere, and then no sex was had, but you did make out. Yes. Is that first base? Was it at least a good make out? It was. It really was. Because that's like <laughs> the chips and salsa at a restaurant, Klein. You know, that determines everything. Hey, but um, I'm just curious because uh, asking for clarification on the text line, this is a good question. 818 says, make out is so vague. I've said make out before when that meant sex. So make out, just, mean, yeah, make out just means uh, kissing. That's it. Um, it was just kissing, yeah. No just... feel-ups? Um, I mean, okay, not so really, you... no. No, nothing. Wow. Just kissing. No, hmm. yeah, we kept it super casual. What do you think is going to happen on date number two if you had to predict? Um, well, we honestly are trying to get tickets to Disneyland, so mm. we're trying to mm. save up our money, and then we will see there, but no. we don't know yet. Date well, number two needs more children. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> I want to the Hello Kitty Cafe. Burger King Playland. Right. We'll get into, uh, do you know the band of your shirt in a moment if you'd like to play 800-520-1067. Uh, Jake the Nerd was out walking around and encountered this man. Oh, what's your name? Nick. Nick from where? Uh, Los Angeles. He almost didn't seem like he knew the answer to that one, where he's from. Great so start. I, I don't know how he's going to do with the band on his shirt. I believe this guy was wearing a Nirvana shirt. Nick, what do you do in Los Angeles? I'm, and I does, I do, oh, uh, I Buy a house and sell them. Oh, boy. <laughs> I what? Hold on. I'm so confused about the guy we're playing with. This guy is wearing a Nirvana shirt. That much we know. His name is Nick. That much we know. He's from L.A. That much we know. And then there's this. I'm, and I do, I do, I uh, buy a house and sell them. Buy a house and sell drinking? them? He buy a house and sell them. Uh, Jake, ex- <laughs> you know what? Jake explains, or at least this guy explains, why he may sound the way he sounds. If you'd like to play Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt, call us now, 800-520-1067. We're going to ask this man some questions about the band on his shirt, in this case Nirvana, and see if he knows the answer. All you have to do is predict whether or not he'll be right or wrong. Listen to this. And I own a we marijuana shop. There you have it. There we go. Did he say a weed marijuana shop or a wee marijuana shop? It's a very tiny marijuana (laughs) shop. It's a wee marijuana shop. It's a wee marijuana shop. uh, I buy a house and sell them, and I own a wee marijuana shop. Now it it makes sense. That's what this guy does. Hell yeah. But I'll be honest. He speaks Jake's language. Finally, Jake's back into it. I don't know what you mean by buy a house and sell them, but a weed marijuana shop, that I know. Uh, You know how we do it. Money comes to us, we make money, and we roll. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, party, we have a good time, you know? This is the guy we're playing with. This is the man wearing the Nirvana shirt. He uh, owns a wee marijuana shop. <laughs> and he buy house buy and house sell and sell them. And he likes to make money and roll. And I do uh, a lot of stuff. You know, people give me money, and I get that, <laughs> pay, I get that dollar. You know, I get paid. Sure. Are you high get... right now? If the money... If, if the money counts, if the, yeah, if it's a good job for me, what? I'll take it. If not, what? then I have got people work for me. The question was, are you high right now? And that was the answer. Followed up, a uh, good follow up, Jake. Sure, but are you high right now? 
Frankie, yes. Go, guys. Okay. <laughs> now we got it. All, All right. right. So will this man know anything about the band on his shirt? That is how we play the game. And here we go. Do you know the band on your shirt? 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 It says like sublime or like sublime or something like that. Hey, Christina. Hi. Good morning. Welcome to K-Rock. How goes it? Good morning. Have you heard this game before? I have. All right. So all you have to do is predict whether or not this man will know anything about the band on his shirt. The band is Nirvana, and this man is currently high, so here we go. Yes. All right. Nick, you're wearing a Nirvana shirt? I think they're amazing. I think they're a top band, and I I like them. I I list them every time (laughs) in my car. Right, every so time they come out with new music, this, I listen this to This guy's it. a big fan of Nirvana. He listens to them every time he's in his car. He says they're a great band. He's wearing the shirt. But will he get any of these questions right? And here we go. And my Corvette, I listen to him, and I like him, you know? Oh, he's a in Corvette. His Corvette? He's a Corvette guy, Corvette. of course. Well, he told us he likes okay. to make the money, all right? This you got to name drop the Corvette. Painting the picture of a listener, uh, this guy wearing the Nirvana shirt. Do you know where they're from? All right, first question. Does he know where they're from? Where the band is from? This is question number one. I know that uh, technically, Jake. They're from Seattle. They're from, yeah, yeah, well, of course. Everyone knows Seattle. Yeah. Tec- to be even more specific, Jake, where is it? Walla Walla, Washington or something? Uh, Kurt Cobain's from Aberdeen. Aberdeen, whatever. That's just Kurt Cobain. Uh, I think the band's is from fine. Seattle. Okay, they're Seattle. We'll accept Seattle. I'll even accept the state of Washington, I think, is an acceptable answer. Sure. Will this man know that? Question one, do you know the band on your shirt? No, I I highly doubt it. All right. I think it's a good move not to believe in this guy. Let's find out. <laughs> She's saying no. All you got to do is get two out of three and you're a winner. Here we go. Do you know where they're from? Uh, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Has any band been from no, Houston? I don't think so. Franklin. <laughs> I don't think that's... Uh, here we go. Uh, Houston? Yeah. Texas. 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 Well, and just for a bonus points, Texas. <laughs> he knows where Houston is. <laughs> I would have bet against that as well. All right. You uh, you got that one right because you predicted he would not know. All you got to do is okay. predict one more right and you're a winner. Do you know the band on your shirt? This guy's wearing a Nirvana shirt. Here we go. Question number two. Can you name one person in the band? Can you name one person in this band Nirvana? He did say a moment ago he loves the band. They're a great band and they're in his car every time he's in his car. Can you name one person in the band Nirvana from Houston, Texas? Um, you have to. He has to. That's kind of how I feel. I mean, if he's, even if he yeah, doesn't get Kurt like, Cobain, he'll say D- Dave Grohl. Dave, yeah. I don't think so. You I don't think, think so? Yes. She says yes. You didn't yes. even know how to answer are you high right now. Yeah, but he eventually <laughs> got to it, Al. He said yes. He got to it. Okay. All right, so you say he'll know this one. Let's find out. Question number two. If you get it right, the game comes to an end. Here we go. Does he know one member in the band Nirvana? Can you name one person in the band? Uh, uh... Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey? <laughs> oh, man. Sorry? Matt Harvey. Okay. He's Matt so confident. Harvin. That is not, not the correct answer. So well, there, technically, not. <laughs> yeah, he got that wrong. You said he would. So now it comes down to this. This is the final question now. This is all we have for you. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, you don't. This is the last question. And do you know the band on your shirt? A man wearing a Nirvana shirt. Here we go. Can you name one album? All right. Jesus. Couldn't give us no. the city they're from. Couldn't give us any members of the band. Could barely give us his job. Will he give <laughs> us an album? You say no chance? I've lost hope in this man, yes. Okay, good, smart. Let's find out. Final question. 
Allie, what do you want to go side money on this, you and I? To not believe in him? Then I, I think will. he'll do it. I sh- I'll take that bet. You want to go 20? Yeah. All right. He won't be able to name an album. Never mind? No. You don't think so? I think if maybe he'll accidentally say that. Jake, what shirt is Word. he wearing? Is he wearing a shirt with the naked baby on it? Is he wearing just the letters? No, or he's smiley wearing face? one of the angels with the wings. In utero? Yeah, but I don't. it doesn't say in utero. Uh-huh. All right, let's find out. Will he know Come on, it? 20. She says no. Ali says no. I say yes. Here we go. Can you name one album? Uh, not on top of my head. Oh, oh yeah. Not on top of my head. Stupid guy. Ah, <laughs> oh, stupid man. There are two types of people in the world, and you have to fall into one of these categories. Are you like most people that are truly obsessed with all things true crime every time, Netflix, or HBO, or a podcast drops, and they're going to take you into the in-depth inner workings of some murder case that happened. You get all caught up in it, and you love it, and you get, become obsessed with it. Or are you like me? Uh, I don't frankly care about that stuff at all. I, in fact, I try to I try to ignore it. I try. I, I don't. I'm not into it the same. Like Ali, I feel like you are one of these people because we're about to figure out what it really means. But you are one of these people. That is actually like really into the true crime stuff. Like yeah, you love. Well, I, I like murder. doing a, a deep dive on something, especially a really good murder story, just because it's usually a really good story with a lot of twists and turns. And I love a mystery where somebody ends up dead, you don't know who did it, and then there are all kinds of clues you're picking up, and then you get the satisfaction of the, in the end murder. of knowing who it was the entire time. But it's all that. Uh, it's all in the same. I put it all in the same category as like the Lifetime movies, where it's always the, uh, the husband or the ex-husband that was like you know. Uh, the crazy murderer guy or the as just every time like John Wayne Gay, you know, the, the Night Stalker thing on Netflix the Dahmer stuff I mean, it, there's so many to pick from now and but it's that, also aren't you interested in the mystery of like why are people that way no. like what what is it about Jeffrey Dahmer that he wanted to do that to people the that only his stabbing, mind was that the sick only, the only stabbing I like is is it cake where they always stab a cake, and it's fun, and it's lighthearted, and there's no murder. Yet there's other people that will say to me the only way that they can relax at the end of a stressful, busy week or day is to watch episode upon episode upon episode or listen to some podcast that's all about solving a murder or looking into a murder or following a murder. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've fallen asleep during Forensic Files because it's totally soothing. Uh, Dateline is usually my commute on the way home, some kind of a murder story. But then you do get kind of callous to all of it. Like if I listen to Dateline, I'm like, ugh, the husband did it again. Right, but, can we get a little again? more creative? <laughs> but but uh, but you shouldn't be like that because this is uh, murder stuff. And, and and it's funny because I think the part of the reason people got so obsessed with the submarine thing is because there was human life on the line. There was a ticking clock. There was a lot of theories as to what happened. There was a little bit of mystery involved. But the reality is the entire world was so obsessed with this thing for, you know, two days, three days. And then as soon as they're like, sorry, the submarine imploded, everyone's dead. Everyone just quickly was like, well, all right, moving on to the next one. No, like it's, I mean, there's still some interest there. Nah, I mean, people want to know why something happened, and pe- then you're going to want, and then you know what? It'll go away, and then the thing will come back in some kind of a documentary, and you're going to want to watch that, and then you're going to get all involved in that as well. So, what does it mean if you are in a relationship with someone, and one of the people in the relationship, usually the woman, <laughs> is obsessed with all of this? And m- the person who's most likely to be murdered. Well, is that so? My question is: I think that's part of the thing. Is that okay? Let me learn about this stuff so that I don't get murdered. Or it feels like whenever 
my wife's watching this sort of stuff. It's like she's taking notes as to what she could do to me because there was some story about a woman that was slowly poisoning her husband for like 10 years. Yeah. She was just dropping a little bit more poison in his oatmeal every day. And then she like went too much at once. And then the guy went to the ER and they figured out what was happening. Mm-hmm. And she was like, ah, note to self. Don't do too much at once. It, it feels like that's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you got to slow play it. I mean, it also makes me realize that I would never want to commit murder because I think inevitably something's going to screw up or you're going to leave some kind of a hair there or whatever. There's going to be a toenail clipping and you're going to get caught. But you remember last... So the reason we're even bringing this up is because a psychologist recently went on this whole tangent on some podcast about how there is something seriously wrong with people who are soothed by trauma yeah soothed by like horrible circumstances where people are getting killed maimed where bodies are being discovered and all of that stuff like you really need to look into your own psychology as a human being if that kind of thing is what soothes you but i don't think it's just the story i think it's also the narration and the soothing li- li- like lilt to the well, storytelling right, you've, totally. made, you've made the point that they take all these songs that we universally used to love as children and then they figure out a way to kind of creep them up and then they reserve them up right like whenever there's a theme song for a new whatever murder documentary it's like if you take some kind of a sweet song or like a kid's song or an old-timey song and then you have somebody like re-sing it all emo-like and then right. you put news clippings over it like that's kind of it like this is the john wayne gacy trailer Police found 29 bodies buried right. under Gacy's suburban Chicago home. Like an angel. Boom. More news. And then they've also got this. Remember this Edward Snowden uh, oh, the, documentary? The Snowden that one, that right? Came out? This yeah, is that. that. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Yeah, but they always creep up the music, right? They, they add the creepy yeah, factor to creepy. it. Yeah, it's creepy. Because it's a song you knew as a kid or whatever, and then they're like, now let's go ahead and throw it behind the murder stuff. And I think I used to think the reason people would say they were th- uh, soothed or relaxed by these stories is because all of a sudden it made whatever was freaking them out in their life seem small. Like well, if you're yeah, freak- that's the other thing. Right, if you're freaking out because, uh, you know, whatever, you want to buy something you can't afford right now or your credit card payments do whatever, then you can start going, oh, let's listen to these people that ended up getting chopped into pieces. And then my stuff doesn't feel so bad in comparison this was the Blair Witch remake this is the same thing exactly yeah it's all the same formula Thing. It's the same creepiness over and over again. So ask yourself, if you are in a relationship and the person that you are dating is into this stuff and it's constantly murder this, crime doc this, what this uh, shrink is saying is that they got issues. Something's going on. Remember this one? Hickory dickory dog. You made this one. <laughs> this wasn't a real one. <laughs> the mouse went up the clock. Yeah. The bodies tried. were piling up by right. the day. Where Allie tried to sneak in. The formula is very simple. Mouse was dark. Everyone thought he was just a regular guy. Right. Hickory dickory dog. The bus, the bus, the bus. Right? That is disturbing right there. That, that, there's now, something wrong with you if you enjoyed that. Now I'm yeah, disturbed. Fall to that. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, that has done the opposite. That has not chilled me out. That has made me, fr- I'm freaking the F out now. Is it a song? Is it a snack? Something that holds up. I tried Big Lee Chew again for the first time in 
I think it was probably 18 years, and it was fire, dude. That stuff was so good. And I think about all the other times I've been disappointed, something I used to love. I tried again as an adult, and I say, this sucks. It does not hold up. Big League Chew, for a fact, holds up. You're on K-Rock. What's up? Hi. Um, I just wanted to say I love your guys' show. Um, and I think the best thing, you know, that's from our youth is chocolate milk. I think that thing still slaps. Klein, doing chocolate milk after a workout, great way to build up your protein. It's great because it's, um, you know, after seeing a little Yoohoo on the grocery shelf, I'm, I'll take like two boxes. Yeah. Yeah, I know Yoohoo isn't technically chocolate milk, but I had a Yoohoo not too long ago, and that stuff is fire. Really? It's so good. <laughs> Why yeah. is it, how is it different than chocolate milk? It's more like chocolate water, I guess. Ew. Uh, yeah. It's it, it, it's, I know it sounds terrible, but you shake it, it's got some sort of, I don't know, Allie, it's great. I can't figure it out. It's just something about it, but yeah, you're not wrong. It's got like wrong. cancer in it. That's why. It's the cancer. That's delicious. <laughs> it's magical. It's like, once I see it at the grocery store and I feel like a, like a can of it, I'm like, you know what? I'll grab a Yoohoo. Yeah. I also have this. It's a weird, like, uh, probably therapy sort of thing where I'm like, my mom would never let me get that when I was a kid, so I'm going to grab yeah. it and chug it in the parking lot and show her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cancer schmancer. That's right. That's what I say. Oliver, what holds up? Oh, Mario Kart. Oh, oh that's totally. also true. And in fact, I would argue better. That's very few things that were great as a kid and better as an adult. I think Mario Kart could be even better when you're older. Why? Because you have more of an understanding of how it works. Because you can gamble real money on the on the <laughs> races. Play with the kids and just like destroy them. Yeah, that's the best part is playing with a child now, and you get yeah. to destroy them because you've got better. Because the kids like, how does this work? And you're like, I know, yeah, I've played this high off my uh, ass. They're still trying to figure out their fine motor skills. You're like, listen, loser, <laughs> eat my banana. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a creepy thing to say to a child. I wouldn't say that to a lot of kids actually, unless yeah, you're Wario voice. Unless, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 800-520-1067, uh, something that holds up. Maybe years went by. Text line, uh, we'll get to you, Muggs, in a second. Muggs stormed in the studio. He's the new and improved beer mug after being hypnotized yesterday. Uh, someone said, went on Soren when I was just five years old at uh, Disneyland, and uh, then went on it again as I an just adult. finally did Soren for the first time in a long-ass time. What? It was awesome. Oh, yeah, it's great. It, it, uh, I've never, I never did that as a child, I would imagine. I know my kid loves it. She says the best How ride. How do they make it smell like trees? But as it's an, amazing. As an adult, it is a, that's true. That thing is great. And I'm like, oh, this is so much cheaper than actually traveling to these places. Yeah, well, El Cheapo's like, this is great. I'm like, Stand now I don't have to go to the pyramids. Yes, Muggs? Uh, yeah, I recreated a cereal that they had when I was about nine or ten. It was a teen. It was called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal. And it's when a, you recreated it? Well, they 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 discontinued it, and I, it was the best thing in the world. I I could, I could taste it, so I figured out what it was. It was just rice cereal, like like checks mm-hmm. and Lucky Charms marshmallows, like the same kind of thing. So I so bought. So you built it yourself. So I built it myself. I bought Crispix, which is rice cereal, and then I got the Lucky Charms marshmallows and just took them out and put them in the in you the rice cereal. Picked out all of the yeah. marshmallows to put them into I a think different they sell cereal. Sell the, the marshmallows by themselves now, don't they, Muggs? Yeah, they sell them. Yeah, you can get them by the, by themselves, but I didn't see them, so I just bought the whole box of Lucky Charms. <laughs> right. You thought this would be a much better use of time. That's so time consuming. It's so worth it. Yeah. It's so worth for it for a thirty seconds bowl oh, of cereal. It brings me right back. I actually think Lucky Charms is on the list of things that hold up for sure oh, from course. when you were a kid to when you're an adult Absolutely. maybe even better as yeah an adult. but you never let that go though I mean yeah. what kind of loser is not having Lucky Charms the entire life right well know? that's the thing I've, ne- I've never gone more than you know a year without having some Lucky Charms I'll tell you what activity holds up and I, I just recently did this activity maybe two weeks ago with me uh, no I do that oh. in my entire life dude. Oh. I'm doing it yeah. right now 
Um, <laughs> I believe it. Freeze tag. Freeze tag. I played freeze tag with my girls, and man, it brought me back. Really? And it was like so much fun dodging them, and oh, it was great. Cool. Oh, wait, you, think, wait, you think freeze tag holds up now? Totally. Really, dude? Yeah, they, they even have an adult freeze tag league. As an adult, you can actually you can just go. Nothing's really frozen. No, you can't. I can leave. I can <laughs> no, move. you're frozen. You're frozen. It's fake. It's and right. no tag backs. By the way, believe, is awesome. Yeah. No tag backs. You have to no tag backs. The rules. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Allie, what holds up? Uh, for me, you know what? Actually, I had recently were SpaghettiOs, and they were effing awesome. And I used to love SpaghettiOs, both the meatball ones and the ones with Franks. And I was thinking, like, because I've eaten foods like that, and I'm like, this just tastes like pasty and gross and, like, really sweet. But it was awesome. And then, because Wesley didn't eat it, because he doesn't care about that stuff, so it sat in our fridge. And then Katie ate the rest of it yesterday. I was so pissed. Yeah, yeah, SpaghettiOs. Uh, so- SpaghettiOs taste like vomit to me. Uh, well, well, it's delicious vomit. <laughs> Yep. 949 said Zimas. I used to drink them underage, and then I got one when I became legal drinking age uh, when Walmart brought them, brought them back for a week, and it hit the same. Yeah, it's kind of huh. cool when something hits the same, brings you back all uh, nostalgia and whatnot. 310 said Swings. Still fun no. for two to three minutes. <laughs> yeah, false. They're definitely, those do not hold up You know what sure. I did try recently at the park was monkey bars, and I was like, this hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why did anyone do this? Hey, uh, Mike, what holds up? It's been a while, but you're still into it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Green Day. Yeah, welcome to paradise. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, Green Day holds up, but I don't think anyone went through like a 10-year no listening to Green Day. There's a chance maybe you went to a show when you were a kid yes. and went again as an adult. I and- get that too, but also going through an album from the 90s or 2000s that maybe you haven't just listened to the album yeah, all the way through. I did possible. that with No Doubt Tragic Kingdom, and I was like, this is such an awesome album. Like I-, I remember when it came out, it was amazing, but then not to listen to it all in its entirety and then to listen back again. Hey, Bo, what holds up? Oh, Hot Wheels, baby. All day long. Hot Wheels? What do you what, do what, with Hot Wheels as, as, an, as an adult? Yeah, as an adult, well, how you are you playing with them those? when you're a kid. You race them when you're a kid, and then you have kids, and then you just want to beat your kids down the road. Nothing like seeing a toilet bowl do 200 miles an hour. That is. What? The, the toilet you... bowl car is pretty sick. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, we, take a, uh, we take a quick break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.